Well, if you live in, in Dallas, North Dallas, Uptown, I don't have to tell you, it is that it is that time of year again, the great time of year again, when everything's in the pink. I mean, the lights and all the buildings are pink and everybody's dressed in pink. That's because about 20,000 beauty consultants from Mary Kay are in town for a big convention. Started July 22nd, runs through August the 6th, and it is... Uh, it's a lot of work for a lot of people, and especially the brand-new CEO of Mary Kay, Ryan Rogers, who joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. It's great to be uh, with you. So I mean, it's not like they just dragged some guy in off the street and said, we're going to make you CEO of Mary Kay. I mean, you are the grandson, so you've, you've grown up with this. You know exactly what to expect, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of been in my blood my whole life. <laughs> is it fun? Is it, is it? But I know it's a lot of work. But it must be a lot of fun. I think there. I think it seems like all the people who come here really, really want to be here. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, it's not all fun um, when you have to make tough decisions or things aren't going your way. But it it has been mostly fun. Um, it's it's really gratifying to me. I've been in this role for about seven months, and um, it's really gratifying for me to see things that I uh, brought to the forefront, things that I prioritized coming to fruition um, right before my eyes, especially, you know, with all of our uh, sales force in town. It's just, uh, that's really, really fun. That's fun for a guy like me to see what you're pushing for come to life. So, so what, what do you, what do you do? What's, what's the formula to make uh, a great convention for everybody? Um, I know you have a lot of speakers, you have, you have, but you have also have a lot of work, a lot of classes. The first day is is what we call general session, so we're all together. And then the second day, they break out and go to classes that are designed for where they are in their Mary Kay career. And um, and then that night, the second night was when we get all glitzed up and put on our tuxedos and sequin gowns and have a big celebration of their accomplishments over the past year. And then uh, the third day, we kind of wrap everything up and, and send them on their way. And then the very next day, the do next it all group over shows again. up. So we do it. So the peak Cadillacs are back with the tuxedos and the, the sparkling gowns. Is that right? Um, we the, the the pink Cadillacs that we have on display are in our expo. Yeah. Which is a a general meeting space where they can they can come and go as they please and see the prizes, talk to our employees about the products, uh, learn about the digital tools that we provide, um, what's coming in the next year, where the trips are going to be. We throw uh, we throw together some amazing incentive trips for our sales force, and they're always very excited to learn um, where next year's trip is going to be because many of them will set that as a goal to be on that trip. So. Well and this is, I mean, and this has the one here. This has tremendous impact here. The last I saw was like thirty-four million dollars impact, twenty-two thousand hotel rooms, uh, eight hundred thousand dollars in in state and local taxes that are being, are local taxes that are being paid from people going out to eat and that sort of thing. But what people got to realize is this is just a tiny part of Barry Kay. You're in what another thirty countries. We are, yeah, thirty plus. So does this go on in all 30, whatever, 35 countries? Some of our smaller markets combine together, but generally speaking, yes, this, uh, this occurs in dozens of countries every year. That's remarkable. So where's the, where's the growth right now? Is it, 
Is it because you were you're a major factor in Asia? I can remember orders flowing in from China via text message for years. Yeah, Asia is still a very important market to, for us. China is our second largest market behind the United States, and then you know we're also in the Philippines and Singapore and Malaysia, um, Taiwan. But um, and Latin America, I guess, is a factor too. So. Yeah, Latin America. That's that's our major growth engine right now. For whatever reason, um, our business is booming in Latin America. In Mexico, we're the number one brand of uh, facial skincare and also the number one brand of lipstick. So that's something that we're real proud of, and we're we're growing pretty significantly in Brazil as well, and even in markets like Argentina, where we've been for over forty years, uh, we're still seeing. Uh, growth there. So it's uh, it's exciting down in, in Latin America these days for us. So how's life after COVID? You weren't CEO, but you were certainly there through COVID. And this was a time when I mean, all the rules changed, but certainly, you know, nobody could nobody could be doing facials, I wouldn't think, if you if you thought that you were going to, you know, get COVID from somebody. Yeah. So COVID was uh not the most fun thing to live through uh, for any business, right? But um, at first, we were just trying to stay open, um, keep our manufacturing plants open, keep our distribution centers open. We had to sort of prove to government agencies all over the world that we were an essential business. So that was the first obstacle. Right. And then um, I believe in April of 2020, don't quote me on this, but I think 12.7 million Americans lost their job. Yes. <laughs> and so uh, all of a sudden, people needed an opportunity like ours that they could do from home to earn extra money. And um, and we saw a little bit of a boom. But if you recall, by the summer of 2020, it all kind of reversed and people were sort of already starting to go back to work back to normal even if it were maybe remotely but the world sort of started spinning again in the summer of 2020 um it was just a roller coaster i gotta tell you it was and then all the supply chain issues then the yeah. lockdowns in china and uh it, it, it it's it's been a wild ride but we you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger <laughs> our people learned how to um how to conduct their business virtually um and so now um they're doing both um, and they can actually reach more people that way, um, which is which is nice. But the but you also see this yearning, especially amongst younger people, to get back together again, to get back, right. you know, eyeball to eyeball. And that's really and, the way you um, sell. I mean, it, it's not not so much one on one, but a lot of groups. It becomes a well, social yeah, well, event. Now, now we have the best of both worlds, right? Um, but, um, you know, our people want to get back together with each other to celebrate each other, and they want to get back in front of their customers. Yeah. So it's um, – but it's nice to have this other tool in your back pocket. You know, I'm sure like you, there were certain things that we used to only do in person, and then we learned, hey, we don't have to get together for this. We can, we can do this virtually and save us both time, and, and time's the most precious commodity we all have, right? So um, – it's it's been great. We figured out a way to do both. You know, I used to think of maybe I guess maybe I still do I think of Mary Kay as a one of those contracyclical industries. It is it, when the economy gets weak and people start losing jobs, 
all of a sudden, you it seems like more people go into your workforce because they can do a second job and do selling. And the more people you have out selling, the more goods you're going to sell and the more money they're going to make and that you're going to make. Conversely, I guess, if everybody's got a job and fat and happy and making a lot of money, they, they don't need the second job. Yeah, we used to talk about the angst around the kitchen table, right? If you're afraid you might lose your job or you're afraid your spouse might lose his or her job, that's when you start looking for a little extra money. How can I earn a little extra money so I can send you know, our kid to summer camp or we can go on that family vacation? And that's that certainly drives people to want to have a Mary Kay business for themselves. Yeah, I would think so. You know, I never I, I never thought of Mary Kay in technology. But I, I was talking to one of your predecessors, and I would think maybe 15, could have been 20 years ago. And they were telling me that, that you were going into the China market, and it was going to be a big market. But the infrastructure wasn't there, so it was difficult to phone in orders or there was no Internet connections. And so what you were using was text. I said, what? Text message? Yeah, you use your phone, and we would put in the orders on the phone. I said, well, I never heard of such a thing. That's cumbersome. And it works? Oh, yeah, yeah, it works. And, of course, now everybody's sending text messages. So you're an electronic leader. We really are. Um, you know, in, it, our digital efforts really started in earnest in the mid-'90s, around, around when I was graduating high school. Yeah. Uh, and the Internet was just a new thing. And the big fear was, would companies like us use technology to go around their sales force and go directly to the consumers? And instead, our leadership at that time did what, in hindsight, was absolutely the, the smartest thing for us which was no, how do we use technology to engage our sales force, to make them more productive, to make interacting with us more seamless. And so that's, that's more the route we took and, um, and, and then, and took that route around the world. And, and, you know, we continue to just invest heavily in technological resources. We're in the middle of a huge um, technological transformation actually right now. Um, as we move everything from our servers and our data warehouses and our um, systems to the cloud. Um, and, you know, it's it's funny. I, in the 23 years I've been with the company, I remember we used to celebrate when we opened a new data center. And now we celebrate when we close one. <laughs> that means we've moved it off of our off of our equipment and into the cloud. And so. Um, you know, that's where we are today. Yeah, I mean, as long as they're stable, I, I'm sure it's it relieves a, a great burden on you. Well, look, you're very kind to take some time. But like I say, I know between now and, and uh, after the first week of August, it's a really busy period. But I, I, and I'm sure I'm, I trust you were able to, to secure a wash and wear tuxedo, right? <laughs> I take it off as soon as I get home and hang it up so that I got it ready to go for the for the next night, which is, you know, four days, four days apart. So tuxedos just hanging in my closet, ready to go. Well, we appreciate you bringing all the ladies to town. It, uh, it, it, usually it's a quiet period for the hotels and the restaurants. And you, you're sure that it isn't that way. Ryan, Ryan Rogers is the uh, CEO of Mary Kay. We enjoyed spending the time with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. For more of a conversation, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson. News Radio 1080 KRLD.